Welcome to All Things in the Name of Love. If you like this show, please like, subscribe, and share. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. Today I have with me Theodora Izzard, and I was just drawn into your journey of your your trauma and recovering from trauma because, you know, you had the courage to face it. And, you know, we all have traumas in different ways. And I want to hear, like, not necessarily the whole journey, but like how you got the courage to start your journey of recovery. Well, I think <laughs> um, I didn't know. I don't know that it was courage to begin okay. with. Okay. To be honest. Um, if I'm really brutally honest, the thing that pulled me into the spiritual community, the spiritual awakening was my, this innate need for love. Mm came from you know my inner child and and all of that stuff and but it's really and I to begin with I kind of understood okay I need to learn how to love myself unconditionally mm-hmm. but I didn't uh, to be able to get that from someone else mm-hmm. but I I never imagined the unconditional love that I would also find from god Mm. through that spiritual journey as well Mm -hmm. and it's so interesting how now actually as of like today (laughs) that relationship with god i realize has to be my number one Mm -hmm. like it has to be me and them and that is it and anything else because without that nothing else can come in as mm-hmm. fully as I deserve mm-hmm. because I really think, you know, part what I've really learned since I've been working much more closely with God energy <laughs> is we have no idea. Like we couldn't possibly imagine the, the magnitude of the blessings and the life that God wants to give us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of have to let go of this, like, oh, I want this and this house and this, you know, this boyfriend and this whatever. Mm-hmm. Because actually, God's like, you, you're like averaging at like 10% what you could actually have mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know? And as soon as we kind of go, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for what I'm, I'm ready for what I want. I'm ready right. for what I'm, I deserve. Mm-hmm. The speed at which it can come in is yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, and and it's it's that surrender process, which is it's a journey to yeah. to like get past your small self and mm-hmm. all of the perceived traumas that you have and the beliefs and the programs that you carry within you, mm-hmm. um, and allowing yourself to feel that that gets you to the place where you're surrendered into that divine knowingness that you're being taken care of. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've been doing this pretty much every day for like eight years, this healing work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do really feel like I'm at like the precipice of a real quantum leap forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which is just so exciting, yeah. you know, but it, yeah. but it has required me to completely shed everything, not only from like my old life, but also from the spiritual life that I have accumulated along the way. Like mm-hmm. I understand now that for me to go into this next level of my life, really I have to be willing to let go of everything and then just see who God is going to allow to come with me because ultimately they know the truth of what everybody's doing and what actually who deserves, who deserves to be in my life. I'm feeling that so much too, like the, the shifts I felt in the past months, Mm. like, and and, and I use the language resonance and frequencies because that makes sense (laughs) to my brain. Um, Like 
it's like and it's like wow that has shifted a lot yeah and and my awareness of of the small so like i I've, I've come to the awareness like i have many different gifts that want to be expressed through me none of them define who i am mm-hmm. they're just things that like i innately know how to do like for example like baking i've been baking since i was four so clearly it's a past life thing mm-hmm. um but is that me no it's not me me is much more than anything i can't write bios Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like that yeah. structure is so small. Like, what do I mean? Yeah. How do I describe who I am? And it's like, well, these yeah. are the things I've done. Yeah. If you want to like put me in those categories? Great. But like, I am yeah. so much more than than any one thing. I'm like the, I'm the sum of all of those things, but how do I even put that? Cause I, I have gifts. I don't even know I have yet. Yeah, exactly. But then I think it comes down to, you know, like you said, you know, when you saw my picture, my profile, you were like, Oh, I need to talk to her. Mm-hmm. So it's more about, it doesn't really matter. You know, I right. could have written, I could have written nothing on my profile. <laughs> right. And hopefully my energy and that frequency would still have come through right. for you to go Hmm, why has she written nothing? Okay, I'll have her anyway. You know, right? No, I, <laughs> so, I could just feel it, like, because because I do body talk, so I work I work remotely all the time, and I see pictures, uh-huh. and I can feel energy resonance, and so like when I felt your energy, I was like, oh, I like this energy. Like, I really want to like tune into you because I can I can feel how much work you've done, and I'm not saying that I'm not resonating with people who haven't done work with themselves, but like I could feel the work you've done on yourself because your light is so much brighter. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I didn't understand why I was on the path I was on when I started healing. I just kind of knew. I One day I just literally woke up and I made a promise to myself of like, I just don't want to be sad anymore. Mm. And and I kind of said to myself, you know, all right, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make myself happy. And that it's taken me eight years mm-hmm, <laughs> but you know and there were moments in the depths of the despair and the trauma healing and all of that where you know I didn't want to carry on and I was like but I was there was just something there was this light there was this you you need to be here mm-hmm. you need to there's more you know this is not this trauma this darkness this whatever you're working through is not who you are mm-hmm but you need to work through it to find out who you are. Right. And so now kind of feeling like I'm, I don't don't know if you can come to the end of your healing journey, but I think, you know, (laughs) doing doing the majority of the grunt work, let's put it that, you know, digging out and then relaying the foundations Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. that, that building. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm, I've done that. I feel like everything is just, setting <laughs> mm-hmm. and um so now it's really great to be able to go okay no I've, I've found the god coding work and it creates such shifts in my own life and my clients lives and i'm like okay now i'm ready to take this forward mm-hmm. and to really create the change that it's it's taken me eight years to do all of that learning and all of that experience and and be able to bring that forward for my clients so that they can cr- create big as bigger shifts in a smaller amount of time. Right. You know. <laughs> so I want to talk about some of the work you do because that that really drew me in because I I do somatic work and mm-hmm. um what that requires of me is that I get really present in my body and allow myself to feel and usually for me, I'm lucky, it comes in between one and four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I just lay there and I'm just present to the feelings that are coming out and the emotions that are attached to that. And I'll, you know, when I finally fall asleep again, I sleep till like nine or 10 in the morning because I've been up three hours working out with myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so somatics has been a massive part of my own healing journey. And I love, and what's, What's been coming in recently is 
similar to that. Like, so I'll wake up in the middle of the night and suddenly, and I'll, I'll feel the like God energy come in and my body will suddenly start moving and it will, or it will start shaking mm -hmm. or like twisting or I'll find, or I'll just know I have to find pressure points to release and I'm yawning and yawning and yawning and all the energy is moving. And I'm like, okay, this is really starting to shift. So it's, you know, you kind of think, oh, you just do God coding on Zoom or whatever. But actually, because the God coding work, it encompasses absolutely everything. And it's going to, and it works with you until the healing is complete. Mm. And it knows that it you need obviously it's not it's not kind of spiritually bypassing it's not going oh we're just going to fix stuff like it knows that also that stuff is hold it held in right. the body and you be present in the body you need to find that feeling and mm -hmm. release all of this stuff so it's so interesting how it's still working somatically and it's integrating and i can understand what's happening because of the other somatic work that i've done previously i'm mm -hmm. like oh okay this is a bit of the tremble work and this is a bit of the pressure point and this is the you know it's so it's i'm just it's really it's i can't even think of a word to describe yeah. how kind of like in, intriguing mm -hmm. it is as a healing modality yeah because it it just surprises you with something new that you would never have thought of but then gives you what you need mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I totally get that like so with me um so I started taking body talk classes uh, three and a half years ago and I switched mm -hmm. from being an historian to a healer uh which is what mm -hmm. my soul always wanted me to be but like I took four classes and then I was going to take the whole system and then I heard no, because mm -hmm. now you're open yeah. to facilitate. And so as, as I've done this, um, I have stuff coming through that I've never been trained in, but it doesn't matter because I'm the open conduit for what wants to come through. And it, it just, I just get so fascinated. Like the left part of my brain is like, this is so cool. I want to study this so much. And my right brain is like, oh, shut up. I'm just like writing this through. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like, as we allow more light to come through and we release those grips of, of tension and trauma, mm -hmm. it's amazing how things shift when within us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I say this all the time, like I could never have imagined how my life would be right. now. And I could never have imagined being able to feel the energy that I work with and just being able to do what I do so naturally. You know, I, I never, that's the thing, like I never went searching for this spiritual thing it just it came knocking on my door it came kicking my door down actually and I was a bit like oh I don't know oh, this, this feels like a bit much you know <laughs> but it's it's always just been like this is what you need to do and this is where you're going and this is what and the more that I've just followed that I'm like oh, okay you know this is life has just got better and better and better and the experiences that I have and and that that um wisdom innate wisdom mm -hmm. of just knowing this is how i can work with this energy or this is how i clear this or this is it just it just comes and it's like a and it's like a remembering because you know you've kind of done it before but actually that that kind of part of you is then combining with the divine to be able to just create whatever needs to happen mm -hmm. and it's just it's just beautiful I think it just this is so you know I really I do find it kind of I do find it hard to explain because but I think that's the thing is a lot of the time you know when I first got into energy healing and I started my Reiki business I was trying to explain how energy healing works or what it was or how mm -hmm. it would feel and I was coming at it from this totally mental point of view mm -hmm. and at the end I just went do you know what I can't explain like I can't explain to you how this works mm -hmm. because all that I know is that I'm really good at it and that you're not going to believe I'm really good at it until you come and try it mm. and then you're going to believe it and then you're going to tell your friends right and that's 
exactly what happened. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful yeah. because like I've tried, I've seen, I've worked with animals and like what I've seen blows my mind. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but I know it works mm. incredibly well. And I'm no, I'm really good at facilitating it because I've seen the results. So that's yeah. a, that's a really good way to shift it because like the language I've been using is like, okay, let me explain how the, what this is and what it's based in and that blah, 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 which is great. Yeah. Doesn't really like, I just know it works. Yeah, exactly. Like I work with horses cool. and, um, and, and that's the thing that people are like, well, how do you get a horse to do it? I'm like, well, that's the, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> right. Is that you're kind it from this mentality of mm -hmm. I'm doing something to do you uh -huh, or to uh -huh. you. whereas actually all I'm ever doing is standing here allowing unconditional love to run through me and I'm like you can come and go as you please you can do whatever you can heal whatever you want you can bring up whatever you want la 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 la, la. but I'm just going to stand here and love you mm -hmm. now and we can, whatever comes up for you, we can clear it, we can shift it, we can help you move through it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I'm just going to stand here and love you. I love and, that. And when, and, but equally, when you say that to people, they're like, huh? And I'm like, but oh, I get man. it. I get it because I know what it feels like. And, and like, I remember once I worked on a horse and I put my, I did the heart math breathing. So I'm like completely heart coherent with the horse and the horse knows this. I put my hand on the horse. I don't even know what comes through. Yeah. And at the end, I got a full body shake. Yeah. And the the human that, because I don't say owners, it's like the human that's stewarding the animal, uh, the horse, looks at me and says, oh, it was a fly. I'm like, really? No, fly is like twitch, like shoulder twitch. It's not a full body, like shaking the energy out. And it was just, it was so magical because she and I knew exactly what happened. And the human was like, I don't see you did anything. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And I really, I, cause I used to do the, the Reiki and the communication because as I was merging my energy field, obviously I was picking up on stuff. And mm -hmm. so I could, you know, I would always be saying, you know, well, this is how, but most of the time I found actually that bit was just for the human, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And it was never really telling them anything that they didn't necessarily know. It was like, right. well, this is the personality of your horse. And I'm like, I and I got to the point where I was like, why are these people paying me to come and tell me what they already know about their horse? Like, mm -hmm. do you know? And I was like, this yeah. is so, and I was like, because it was still right. so attached to mind. And it was all attached to these stories and everything. And, you know, and I was like, even if your horse has had a lot of trauma, I'm like, I just want to be, I just want to help, I just want to clear it. Mm -hmm. Like don't care what happened to them i just want to unblock that energy and right. free them from that so they can move forward mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the story of what happened that is only feeding the owner's ego mm -hmm. so that they can be like they've had such a hard life and now i love them and now they don't you know and i and so as i began to kind of detach from the stories in my own mind i could see and i kept saying to people i was like I'm I don't think I can be a communicator anymore yeah. in the way people want mm -hmm. because I'm not attaching to the stories anymore and so therefore I can't give people what they want in that avenue right. however my work with the actual horses was getting so much stronger and we mm. were clearing more mm -hmm. because we were both just completely present and doing the shifting work. Yeah. And so now what's happened is my kind of, my client base has shifted into people that are also working and understand energy. Oh, cool. And so now, so, you know, cause I, when I started the God coding, I kind of closed down my TFI Reiki business as it were, but I kept mm -hmm. on my existing clients and I had a couple of clients come back and that's the thing I was like, okay, so I had to, I kind of had to take myself out of that old paradigm, mm -hmm. which was all of that um, story-based mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm. because I knew I was capable of doing more right. and able to do more. Mm -hmm. um, and that's and so now I'm hoping to kind of integrate. I'm looking at possibly working with an international dressage rider to 
maybe do some god coding work to help riders yeah. and working with their horses mm. and she was like yeah straight after your session the day after she was like i could feel a massive shift in wow. how they were going and, and things like that because that's the thing you know we focus so much on oh we need to get them physically well and da, 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 da. i'm like nobody is listening to this horse's heart Mm-mm. like everybody is completely bypassing their emotions right and they're such emotional deeply feeling empathetic like animals yeah they are, yeah, they are. like you're never gonna get the best from your horse if you're not also healing them emotionally and mm-hmm. looking and clearing all of that and because i'm now working with people that understand that it's it's so interesting to just see mm. how the work is shifting so i'm really excited because if that again feels like a new chapter for that side of my business oh yeah and that side of my career which i'm i really love oh, i love that that one of the things that i try to bring is like how the energy of the human affects the animal oh yeah 100 and it's like yeah. <laughs> i worked with a dog a few months ago who got cancer on her like right here on her jaw and it was because the human wasn't energetically clearing himself before he came home and he was doing some deep work he was like doing ghost tours and stuff like that not clearing his energy before he came home and she just absorbed it got affected from it and you know i couple times I've been called as the Obi-Wan, like, oh, the dog is on the operating table or they're dying. Could you help now? And I'm like, that depends on the the chi of the animal. Like I can bring in the energy, they can receive it. But if their life force is not capable of receiving it, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Apart from just possibly help them pass over. Right. You know, right. Be that be that guide for that part of yep. it but not yeah. not the oh they're they're under anesthesia now will you help them yeah <laughs> like thank you i'm, I'm really grateful cool. that you believe in me that much and yes i can do i can help but like you know when you had my number six months ago that would have been more helpful well exactly and also i kind of find that slightly not kind of insulting because I'm like, oh, what? Oh, so now you need me. Now you, now you believe in me. Now you've got literally nothing left. Like I'm not your backup plan. That's nah. Like you either want to work with me, yep. and you yep. understand the power of what I, what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm not no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no, 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 no. That doesn't work for me. I'm not. That's not my. That's that... that work lady coming back in, being like, oh hell no. <laughs> It's like, it's like, okay, thank you so much for believing in me. I'm really grateful for that. But like, I, you know, it's, it's more like, let's deal with the traumas, like when you find it, as opposed Mm -hmm. to when it's become like a death issue. And also like, you know, if you are working with people, I kind of, I always say, I want to work with you until I don't need to work with you anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I actually want to heal this. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the root of this, get it cleared, get it sorted so that you don't need me anymore. Right, right. You know, when people are like, oh, so am I going to have to see you every six weeks? I'm like, no, I'll see you every <laughs> four weeks for six months and then you're right. done. <laughs> right, right. No, I yeah, get it because like that's, you need me. that's because the gift. Like, otherwise, of... I'm not doing my job properly. Right, right. I don't want to have repeat clients. Yeah. Because exactly. that's that's the whole like... It's not like a chiropractor. It's not like, and, and I love chiropractic. I love acupuncture. I love, love acupuncture. I love Chinese traditional medicine. They're all amazing gifts. And when you put it into the quantum field, you don't need the maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, as and when something happens. Right. Because that's, then you're like, okay, now I need this. If you If you need to access it physically, but... Yeah, I've definitely found that the more that I've been working in the quantum field and also just the more that I've cleared, I just don't need that. You know, I used to go, I used to exact same, I'd go to chiropractor, I'd go to acupuncture, I'd go to physical alignment, I'd go to all of these things. But also I think a lot of the time, sometimes we can get trapped in our healing journey mm-hmm. and we can, and actually one of the biggest scariest things we have to do is actually accept that maybe we are healed 
and that therefore it's time to actually let go of not only the broken, you know, the parts that we were trying to heal, but the things that we, that whole healing mentality, mm-hmm. because sometimes when we're constantly, constantly looking for healing, it's actually feeding into the thing of I'm still broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and having to step into your full self having to step into your full power of like, okay, no, I'm actually going to go and live my life now. Right. That can actually be a lot scarier. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, no, I'll just go and face the trauma again. It's okay. I don't think I've cleared it yet. Nah, come on, you know? <laughs> oh, no, I know that because like I've done so much healing on myself and like mm-hmm. I have this perception. There's this one thing, this one little thing. And it's it's like my kidney meridian because I can feel it in my teeth. And it's like, oh, is that actually really like, is, is that, is that a crutch? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh no, I just have this one more thing to heal. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, no, because I can actually bring in healing as I am, but there is a bit of me now that you've brought this into my awareness is like, is am I actually like, is is that one of my traumas I'm this is coming in is like um having a very challenging mom who I love dearly emotionally um and me putting out okay I'm going to see what like in two years from now, this is going to be better. This is this, and this is this. And so that's a pattern I constantly am aware of because my team is like, no, 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 you're going to be present. Like, yeah. Okay, present. And and it, it will show me present like in everything I do. If I go out of present, mm. I get slapped. Like, nope, you're out of the present. Mm. That's great. I hope I, I, I might call in a bit of that. <laughs> No, it's not a slap. Maybe just a little tap on the shoulder. Oh, it's it's a thing because like I'll I'll be like, okay, well, what about tomorrow? And they're like, why are you thinking about tomorrow? What about next week? Are you serious? You're thinking about next week? Yeah, I realized I had a I had a kind of light bulb moment. I used to have you know I would have visions and and things like that, and there were different types of visions. Mm -hmm. Um, Some were definitely directly from God. Some were, you know, not. Some were just I was. I would see them if I was astraling or whatever. And I was realizing that, you know, yeah, okay. I was able to access these other timelines and everything, all, all these ultimate possibilities of everything, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. would exist at the same time. But what I was doing was I realized because I had, <laughs> I was so hypervigilant. I wasn't just hypervigilant in my present moment. I was also trying to be hypervigilant to be able to predict and see the future so that mm-hmm. then was then prepared for whatever was coming so I was and once I realized that I was like yeah you really fucking traumatized actually like (laughs) yeah so then when I realized that I was like okay so we can just reel that back in Mm -hmm. and we can just bring it back in again and you know go we don't need to worry about it because we know and again that kind of that's when I always then come back to myself but also to God because I'm like, if God, God's plan for me is already written. Mm-hmm. So all I need to do, and it's going to be good. And, <laughs> and all I need to do is actually just chill out and relax yeah. into that and watch, watch what experiences are coming towards me mm-hmm. so that I enjoy or learn or just, you know, be, have the human experience. Right. And that real shift. You know, yeah. so now I, if I'm seeing things and now I realize like I'm only now when I have visions or when I see things, it's when I'm in session, it's mm. I'm consciously connecting and it's mm-hmm. when I'm with a client, rather than just like ping, 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 ping all the time, Yeah, which, you know, so I'm like, okay, so now this is truly coming from my heart and the divine. Mm-hmm. It's not actually still this traumatized part of me searching for safety. Right. Right. It's amazing how when we shift our awareness into 
seeing all the different coping mechanisms that we developed mm-hmm. as little ones, how they don't become as comforting. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my my coping mechanism was distraction. I became a master at distraction. And so now whenever I see it, because it doesn't happen as much anymore because I've been so aware of it, it's like, oh, look, I'm distracting myself. I'll take my phone and I'll play with it for 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, is it, are, are we done now? Yeah. Because I want to like honor the fact that like, yeah, there's a little bit of me that still wants that comfort and mm. it's not going to be for six hours. It's going to be for 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, it's really, mine was always, mine was eating. <laughs> I was a big suppress, suppress or deny. Mm. So like I would lock something out. I'd be like, oh, that's just not, that's just not happening. Mm. Complete, complete denial. Yeah. Um, or yeah, the eating, the eating was a big one, but it's been so interesting. I can always tell, I'm like, okay, when, I, I actually this weekend I had a massive shift I cleared for myself unworthiness mm. and I haven't been hungry at all like oh. I'm, I'm eating 10% of what I would usually eat that's and amazing even that feels like I'm I'm still eat I'm having to make myself eat because I'm like I haven't eaten in eight hours wow that's so fascinating yeah so I'm really interested to see. And I mean, I've already lost, I lost like eight stone, which is like, I don't know, 54 kilos, 120 pounds or something. Wow. My spiritual journey wow. when I first started. Because again, I was just letting go of all this density physically mm-hmm. that I was holding in my body. And, you know, and the more that, the more that I cleared and, and released and healed everything, I didn't need to suppress. So I didn't need to eat or drink or do anything else. And so therefore wow. I just, you know, starting to love myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, I really abused my body for a really long time, mm-hmm. you know, so that whole healing journey in itself, but there was always this thing of like, Oh, if I'd start eating or like a distraction thing. And sometimes, and so it was always there. So I'm so noticing that shift in myself now Mm. i'm like okay so now i know if and i don't think it will actually come back i have this feeling of it's it's i've actually cleared it oh wow but if it should ever or if that ever pops up again i'll be like okay what do i not i know now that's that's unworthiness Mm -hmm. okay you know like it used to be anger and I always think like whenever I'm overthinking, if I can't stop thinking about something, I instantly know now, okay, what am I trying to not feel? Mm. That's my telltale. Because yep. then as soon as I stop and I go, okay, then and then I stop thinking about it. I'm like, great. I love how how like as we continue to, to peel down the layers how we have the only word that's coming through is catch it Mm. and it's awareness yeah just more consciousness and you you know it's the thing when we talk about consciousness we kind of always have this idea of like oh it's the supreme universal la 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 like yeah there is that but equally it's also about being more conscious about what you do who you are and how you live your life right like Consciousness has to be conscious in every way mm-hmm. for it to be true consciousness, right? Right, so right. It's just, you know, and that it's again, it is just the learning and the and the changes can be so subtle mm-hmm. that actually that again, that's something that I work I've I've noticed in myself and in clients, mm-hmm. but with God coding is like you can't, you know, you say, oh, I'm going to be working with God energy and you expect like these huge thunderbolt moments and all of these stereotypical <laughs> like, oh, you are healed, right? And it's like, there is a bit of that sometimes, but equally, like, you do feel different straight away. Mm-hmm. But normally, you know, you have a day of like purging a bit and like, oh, yeah. Bit. And then the next day you're like, oh, yeah, no, cool. And then start stuff starts turning up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Literally this week, is this is a really cool story so with this we're unworthiness thing so i have been trying i have wanted a range rover for years 
right? And I never ever thought I was like, oh, I'll never have one. Blah blah. And I, but recently, like the past like three months, I've really been focusing. I was like, I want this Range Rover. I want it. I know it. I this is my next car. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't coming in. And I was like, okay. And then I had a conversation on Friday, and I said. I am done with that car and I'm ready for my Range Rover. And on the Friday night, during the night, I had this clearing physically wow. and it was about the unworthy, unworthiness. Oh, cool. Saturday, I blew a gasket on my car. My car blew up. <laughs> and tomorrow, I'm picking up my Range Rover. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. And it's so like you... A, the fact that you cleared it, B, that you have the awareness to see what happened because it's just like when we, like I have this beautiful, it's just like, don't you dare let you, <laughs> my, my car is consciousness and she she talks to me regularly. Um, I yeah. have a 2004 BMW 325XI. She is a grand old dame. She's mm. got consciousness. I love her to pieces, but she's a stick shift and my knee is tired of a stick shift. Yeah. So she is, she's like reminding me that she's my second car. Like she'll, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll retire into the second car for like the road trips that I feel like zooming around corners. Mm-hmm. But like I'm feeling an Alpina, mm-hmm. uh, the X7 Alpina, and it's just beginning to come into my field. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's not that I want the speed of an Alpina, I want the personality of an Alpina because I know when you get a car and it doesn't have a personality mm. it's not worth driving for me yeah 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 exactly it's so funny i thought i found my my tomorrow's car i found her personality today and so her name she's shaka car right as in shaka khan i love it because my like theme tune of the past few months has been i'm every woman and i'm like yes this love- this car is Shaka car, and I'm like, <laughs> so, but but it's so interesting because when I first wanted, when I first decided that I wanted this Range Rover, I was having really terrible driving anxiety at the time, like, oh, wow. and and I was so terrified, and I I did I had to do a God code clearing to help me clear it, and I started oh. and it, and again with the answers not necessarily like you're instantly healed, but I instantly mm-hmm. found CBD. And so I started taking CBD, reduces your fear receptors. I was like, oh my God, I can drive. Wow. And so I was like, okay. So I thought, you know, and I was like, oh, but I want the Range Rover because it's safe. So obviously mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's thing. I was like, it's safe, it's comfortable, it's more secure. Like that was the kind of thing. And one of the reasons I was like, why isn't this coming in? And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's because I need to create the safety within myself Mm. before I can. And then once I've done that, then I'll get the car. Because there's no point being dependent on the car for the safety. Right. You know? I totally feel that. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, great. That's come in. Excellent. That means I feel safe within myself. That's another milestone ticked, you know? It's so beautiful when that happens because like the, just the shifts of like, when I got my car 15 years ago, um, she just showed up and I was living in Redmond, Washington, and I had this Honda and the Honda didn't have a personality at all. And it was four cylinder and in Seattle, that's just death. Um, so I just kept seeing like every couple of weeks I got, oh, check Craigslist because she was listed on Craigslist. I'm like, okay, why am I getting drawn to this? And then when I finally sold the Honda, because I was like, oh no, this is my magic. I don't really need a BMW. I don't really need, but like, it just wouldn't go away. And when I finally test drove it, I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder why. Like this was my car and she was waiting for me to recognize that I was worthy of having her. And like, I've never had a car 15. I mean, she was made in 2004. I got her in 2009. I've had her 15 years. Yeah. And like, she's like, that's, it's just as weird. Like she knew she was my car before I did. 
exactly i had exactly the same thing so two nights ago and i was like panicking i was like oh my god i need to find a car and i was gonna and i started getting stressed because i was like i don't know which one to pick and i'm going to pick the wrong one and i can't go and test drive them because i'm stuck because my other car you know i was like oh what am i going to do and um then when i woke up the next morning she i her that picture was the one that i saw mm. and i but i was like that's her i was like that's the car <laughs> that's amazing like how they because i mean i, yeah. I realized i realized that we're all consciousness we're all connected on the quantum level but then when you see a seemingly inanimate object yeah connect with your field mm. it's fascinating but that's the thing i think you know if you're gonna just because something doesn't <sighs> if everything is energy mm-hmm. then everything is consciousness right so therefore you know and that's the thing and it's it was one of the first things this, this conversation actually come up twice this weekend like it's one of the first things that i learned in in the spiritual world when i was learning how to read energy was how to read inanimate objects called psychometry oh cool and nobody does it because it's like why would you want it like that's not got anything in it but I'd sweat, right? So wow. one of the first things I did, and this, and it's so interesting when you think about actually like jewelry and everything that you wear and the stuff mm-hmm. that you use, mm-hmm. all of your energy is going into that. Oh yeah. I read, I, I just, we were practicing in my group or whatever. And I, I held this woman's ring and I was like, okay, I see a woman at a kitchen sink. Um, there's four children, but the third one is important. Um, and there's, something about like she's doing the washing up and um i was like that was i was like it's like a terrace street blah blah anyway she was like i was like so i don't know you know what that means she went okay so this is my grandmother's ring she was like my father is the third child and she went and she said that this ring when her when they got engaged um she had taken her ring off to when she was doing the washing up and put it by the kitchen sink left the house to go and meet her parents-in-law for the first time and then they realized oh my god i haven't got my ring on so they had to go and buy a second ring so that she didn't have it and that was the ring that she bought and that was the ring that she was wearing wow so that's fascinating that we kind of we've got to give inanimate objects their due Mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, your house, you've got to think, okay, what do I actually want to take with me? What mm-hmm. do I actually want to, what energy do I want to take into the next level of my life? Right. Because everything in your house has, has been picking oh, up yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. You know? Like I, I, um, I used to be an historian and the last research job I did, I went into the Oregon Historical Society, which is a beautiful building, nothing wrong with it. I'd walk in and I got exhausted mm-hmm. because it's got all of the records. It's got a museum in it. And I never understood why I got tired in museums. Yeah. But like, as I go do my research project, I'm yawning within two minutes, like really want like a coffee and I don't even drink coffee anymore. So like, I'm like, where's my caffeine? I have to do this project. And I tuned in with my former mentor and she's like, oh no, all of those objects in the building see your light and they want to attach to you. And I'm like, yeah, they want oh. you, they want you to like, they're like, clear it, clear it. Yeah. Clear it. So I was like calling Archangel Michael. I, I made this, this um, essential oil spray that cleared the energy. And, mm-hmm. and then I was able to do the research and I was like, wow, that is so fascinating that I've attuned myself and I'm, I'm that much lighter that I can actually feel this. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I've always been able to feel the energy of rooms and stuff, um, but I didn't get that I was feeling the objects in addition to the people. But after that experience, that was probably about six years ago, I was like, oh, wow, this is a thing. And then then I had um, a near-death experience driving up I-5 from Mount Shasta to, uh, to Ashland, Oregon. And I, my ego wanted to pass a truck on ice and oh. I almost killed me and my friend Angela 
in the process of doing it. And that's when my car came into consciousness and said, you know, if you get behind that truck and you do 30 miles an hour, I will keep you safe. Mm. And I was like, okay, thank yeah. you for showing me my ego. Yeah. Because I'm exactly. like, oh, I've got an X, you know, I've got an XI. She's no, you know, like all the bullshit that I believed. Yeah. But ice, like nothing matters on ice. Everything is off. Yeah. And ever since then, she's been talking to me because she's consciousness. And I hadn't ever needed that before because I wasn't awake to it. Um, mm. But now that I am, I can't not hear it. And it's beautiful because that level of awareness of like, oh, no, everything is alive. And if you appreciate it and if you thank it, like I bless my water every day with divine love because I'm drinking it. So as I'm drinking it, I'm receiving divine love from the water I blessed. Yeah. So it's this whole fascinating yeah. unwinding of all of the perceptions that we've had. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's the, you know, the more that we can, I mean, that's the spiritual path, right? Is to unstick ourselves from all of these stories and identifications and, just to actually be able to sit back and go, okay, well, what else could be true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the biggest questions. I actually have a poster of it on my in my wall downstairs because sometimes, you know, sometimes we get so stuck in our heads and it's so like, oh, this is how life is. This is how the world works. And then you're like, hmm, hang on a minute, what else could be true? And then you have like, oh, absolutely everything. And you're like, all right, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> oh yeah everything like i remember when i had this realization that you know history is based on what whatever created mm -hmm. it wanted us to believe well i looked at my dissertation i was like is any of this real mm -hmm. because even though i use quote unquote primary sources who wrote the primary sources and what yeah. was the agenda so i'm like okay i have a dissertation based on what i thought was true at the time i don't know if yeah. it's true or not but yeah. does it matter at all anymore? Because like at that level, I don't even use that anymore. That's, that's just, that's just like, that was a program I had to run to get the certification to go through that program. Um, does that matter? No, it was just part of my soul journey. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, something that I've realized recently is actually we're programming our own once we once we can once we kind of go okay i'm programming my own reality here mm. and that can either be terrifying or <laughs> it's really really empowering right and and that's what i you know that's what god coding for me is about mm -hmm. is not about it's not about asking God to change your coding. It's realizing that you are God in your own life. Mm -hmm. And so you can decide what you want and how you're going to get it. Mm. I love that because that shift in awareness, that shift of recognizing that the small self, this being living in this human body is a fraction of what we really are. It's, so magnificent and really ego crushing and that's the thing when you then go okay well that's why i can talk to inanimate objects is mm -hmm. because i am part of the inanimate object mm -hmm. so you know it's then you're like oh i am everything god is in everything and i am everything and everything is one you know but mm -hmm. people kind of go, oh the oneness oh it's only to do with humans or then it's animals or then it's the earth it's like no it's everything everything it's everything i've had um i've had um up in orcas island in washington i had a redwood talk to me this summer mm. and she was so excited that somebody wanted to meditate under her yeah. that that like five minutes I'm sitting there and I'm just like okay I'm just gonna like be present I have no idea what she wanted to tell me she downloaded so much information after five minutes I got a headache and I said honey I'll have to come again because you can't give me all that you know in one meditation yeah that's too much for my body to handle she's yeah. like fine yeah <laughs> 
the trees are sassy, right? So I work I work with trees a lot. It really it's part of my you know mission is to kind. Of, I just go. I have to connect with trees every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bring down some light and just bring in whatever frequencies need I to come love into. That. The, like, but you know sometimes they'll tell you you're like, oh okay. Thanks. I wasn't really expecting to hear it quite like that. But and different trees have different personalities, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Different energies. And there's masculine trees and feminine trees. And you know, some of them are like, nah, uh, get away. Like they're not interested. And oh, yeah. and also some of them want to work as a collective. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to with one in particular, but you do need to work through them as a group. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's so it's yeah, it's um, it's 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 magical working with the trees is there's so much wisdom and so much healing i get so much personal healing from the trees mm-hmm. me too me too really i always my clarity. big connection is cedars mm, cedars absolutely love me um i actually was guided to get a tattoo of a cedar frond on my hand uh two years ago and it was coming through a dream and i'm like why am i i didn't know why i was getting it but it's it's like some sort of talisman for them to just they already know my energy but it was like something that i had to do with them mm-hmm. i don't really understand but like i was recently in another town house sitting and um i walked along this path and the cedars were quiet and cedars are never quiet with me they're always mm-hmm. chatty they always want me to touch them like just just make the connection and so i i didn't even notice them like I, I went this trail and it was like back and forth. And on the way back, I started noticing them like, wow, you guys are really quiet. And I started touching them and they were like, whoa, whoa, well, somebody's noticing us. And then they started getting really chatty and I had to talk to all of them. And I'm, I'm grateful because like they felt me and I felt them. And it was like they had been so neglected that they didn't know people noticed them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wow, this is so amazing. So like they woke up with me just being present yeah. with them. And it was such a gift because then then like the, the frequency shifted. Mm. They were woken out of some sort of slumber and now they're awake. And even though I only saw them once, I know something shifted and it's not me, the, mm. I did this. It's like, it's the awareness of the frequencies that interacted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember when I, um, it was about four years ago, and I started walking in a, in the wood where I go to there's particular oaks that I go to every oh, day. Cool. Cool. And the first time I remember the first time I walked through that wood, I heard there she is. And I was like, okay. And I didn't I didn't get it at the time because Ooh. I only started going there regularly this year. Okay. So like three, you know, it was like three years of gap in between mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and it. But I remember hearing that and being like oh okay what 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 <laughs> but think but i wasn't open enough and right. you know clear enough and sensitive enough to be able to to do the work that i'm doing now and um it's, yeah it's really interesting i love oh. the, yeah the work. and i think lots more people are actually finding them mm-hmm. now which is really great Oh, I, I I totally get that that relation because I went down to Yosemite about twelve years ago, and I heard, "Oh, she's here! Oh my gosh, she's finally here!" And I'm like, "Okay, that's kind of a lot of pressure." Yeah. And then because I, <laughs> I didn't know, I had no idea. I'm like, "Okay, this is this is like scary because I'd never heard like a mm-hmm. land, like the yeah. whole valley was celebrating me, and it was like this big celebration." I'm like, "Okay, what the." Like, I don't even know what this is. And then I went two years ago and I heard she's back. Oh my God, she's back. Oh my God, but she's back. And I actually felt it better this time because I have more awareness. And so both times I've been able to see the faces of chiefs in the mountains, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was there last time, they had me walk along the river barefoot and there were like gravel not like smooth it was gravel and i was like why do you want me to do this and they said because we want you to slow down Mm. and when you slow down it won't hurt Mm. and so it was hard 
to slow down yeah. to the level that they wanted me to slow down to, to not get hurt by it. But I finally did it. And it was so magical because the degree of presence I had was I could feel every spot on the rocks. Yeah. And and I, I was only there one day and I know the valley really wants me for a couple weeks. So that's that's this year. I feel that this year. But it's just like such like when when you have that connection to the land and there's no it's just relating with it and allowing yeah. the messages just to come through and it's it's, it's so magical. Well, I think, you know, it's really, it's being connected into your true divine feminine energy mm -hmm. where you're just at one with it. That's the thing. There is no separation between you and the land and the earth and whatever's growing in it or around it or whatever. It's just, you're with it. And that's why you can hear it so well. Yeah. And, you know, and why it responds so well. It is, um, it's a magical journey and you know like i was saying like i could never have imagined <laughs> that i would be going and talking to trees every day like mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, years ago i would have like you need to lock me up like if that would have been but now i just understand it so because right. i understand energy and how it all works and mm -hmm. it just you know i'm so excited to see how things are going to develop even further mm -hmm. you know that's what's so exciting when you're on this kind of path. You're like, I have no idea what's coming. And rather right. than that terrifying, it actually gets exciting. Mm -hmm. I Which definitely just, feel that. And that's that's in itself just freeing. Mm -hmm. Not having to be scared of the unknown anymore. Mm -hmm. Definitely feel that. Oh, I have one more question, even though I still want to talk to you for longer, but I know... <laughs> <laughs> podcasts are typically an hour so i'm just honoring that how can people find you uh so my website is www.seahealerguide.co.uk um i'm on instagram and facebook um instagram is uh, theodora.shg um but again if you just yeah theodora Sia healer guide i'm pr i'm i would say i'm probably the only one of me rocking around the world so yeah <laughs> type in theodora is odd i'm gonna come up so <laughs> not that i'm one of those like you know you meet me you don't forget me kind of people um so hopefully yeah you can you'll, you'll be able to find me the people that that need to find me will will mm -hmm. find me and mm -hmm. um and i look forward to connecting to whoever and everyone that that is um as well as the God Coding one-to-one -one sessions, I also host a community space on Mighty um, where people can connect in. Um, we do group God Code healing sessions there mm -hmm. once a month. And then there's, um, again, then we have like community calls and like we have a community cuppa. And then there's also a question, a Q&A um, session. So there's kind of on average, there's like three sessions a month. Um, I'll give you one week off, you know, because you like to have some sort of life to yourself. Um, <laughs> but it's a really great community so far. You know, it's really everybody's really down to earth. You know, kind of there is this. A there's a real authenticity um, about the group that we're creating. And I really love that. You know, mm. there's not this like, oh, I'm a spiritual influencer and I can like stuff crystals up my ass and just be like, you know, there's honestly like there's zero of that. <laughs> um, but there is a lot of laughter and connection and um just love really and mm. and healing so it's it's really nice so that's a way that you know if you're not quite sure that you want to get involved or whatever the first month's free so you can always try it out for a month and see how you feel and then um yeah so that's kind of like the entry level if you want to go a bit more than just following me on social media um and then there's one-to-one um, God Code Healing Sessions. And then I also, if you really want a deep dive, <laughs> uh, I offer three at uh, three hour and then three month and six month mentoring as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would say, you know, dip your toe in, see if you like the water and then come swimming at whatever mm. depth you go in, you know? So, but there's, there's something for everyone. That's for sure. Beautiful. 
Thank you, my darling, so much for your time, your wisdom, your sharing, and for being on the planet at this time in consciousness. I'm so grateful to know you're here. Thank you. It's exactly the same. Back to mm. you. It's been a real joy to connect with you. And um, yeah, I hope to I hope to keep in touch. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And oh, yeah, we are all connected anyway. So <laughs> as we've just discussed, but it's been lovely to connect. Thank physically. you so much. Thank you. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go.